It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What's good, British fans? It's your host, the real Ed Oliver and Brandon Scott. Today, we're going to talk about the news uh, going on with Tristan Vucevic and also respond to a hot take. Let's get to it. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I want to thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. So today we got some news, not some good news. Uh, this was from Basket News on Twitter. Uh, it says, despite earlier reports, Tristan Vucevic is set to stay in parties in for next season. Uh, and that kind of reminds me of the news that we got before in July that uh, that he got loaned. Uh, to the to the team overseas as well, so uh, it it kind of it kind of hurts the depth with the team. We already don't have a lot of bigs as it is anyway. Uh, what are your thoughts on Tristan Vucevic being a draft and stash this year and staying overseas? Well, I knew it was going to be like a fifty fifty chance that he was going to go back over because his rights are owned by the team over there. So it's kind of up to them what they're going to go you know do with him going forward, but. It is disparaging for the depth. Like you said, um, we got Gaffer starting after that, you know, Muscala, and then question mark. Um, I was one of those people that thought that we could have, we should have retained Jay Huff, especially, you know, be, uh, just winning G League Defensive Player of the Year. I thought we should definitely retain him. So the depth at center is a little, little sketchy right now. Um, I think that, you know, we both said that the likelihood of them making another move was slim, but I think with Vucevic, um, going back over um back to europe you could see a move man because especially um if you look at the depth chart you know shemet um if you look at what's going on around the league you know james harden that whole mess <laughs> that's a whole nother episode in itself um and then dane lillard that's still unresolved so could there be another major trade that we can kind of be a third maybe four team in i can see that because we need a we need some depth at center man we need another center or two in my opinion um, you could see Kyle Kuzma, and you know we were talking about a small ball center, uh, maybe Kyle Kuzma playing that role. But you know we we definitely need another guy at center. So I'm not too surprised, but I I did want to see what he could do in the NBA. I know that he was very excited about coming over here, playing in summer league, getting his feet wet in the NBA, getting used to the speed of the NBA. So yeah, like I said, there's, there wasn't so much that we could have done as far as the Wizards, but because the team, you know, his team over there has all his rights and. They determine what he does, so I'm I'm not too surprised, but I would have rather see him play in a Wizards uniform this year because I think as far as the trajectory of his career, that would have been a better move for him. Right. Yeah. So in July 16th, he uh, there was a report saying that he he's waiting for an NBA offer, but Per Steery wants him on a loan. There was another report about his dad as well. If not, then playing for Persisti on a loan. Bipartisan under his father and coach Vasilis Spinoulis is a very possible scenario. I know somebody commented on one of our videos explaining the whole uh, situation or structure 
over there, not too familiar. But um, if you're listening, you can definitely comment down below and, and definitely give us more uh, insight on 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 how it works over there. But um, you know, it, it, I don't think it's like a Yannick Zosa type of situation where I don't think we're gonna see Yannick Zosa for years, and uh, <laughs> I don't think we're gonna see that guy for years. Uh, Aaron White, the Ernie Grunfeld drafting stash, or Isuf Sinan, where. We never see these guys. And Isus Sinan tried to play in summer league, but you know he couldn't because of, of the virus and the protocols and whatnot. But uh, I don't think it's that kind of situation. I think Vucevic is the guy that really, really wants to play here, and I think he's capable of belonging in the league and getting some minutes, some rotation minutes in the, in the league. I really thought he was going to play a little bit this season because we we don't have any front court depth. And Gafford, you know, he can get qu- two quick fouls in a minute. He can set an illegal screen, or he can go for a pump fake. Or sometimes, you know, he gets banged up a little bit, pushed around, falling on the ground, you know, uh, pushed around a little bit, and he's he's hurt. He's going to the locker room. He'll come back. So uh, the front door, the front court, court depth is certainly a concern for sure. I, I think he's a guy that could have helped. I know defense is a big question mark for Vucevic and just, you know, getting stronger physicality. But I think, he, you know, he can shoot the three. Uh, he had a nice zero step in the summer league on a fast break. He can finish around the rim. He's a good finisher, has a good touch. He, he's a very skilled Seven footer. I mean, a seven footer that can do a Euro stuff on a fast break. You don't see that a lot from seven. Foot, well, you do today, but we just haven't seen that from other Porzingis. Uh, we haven't seen that that much with with the Wizards organization. So I thought he was a young prospect that could have came over and, and contributed a little bit uh, in this roster, especially after the trade them after they consolidate and uh, defensively. You know, he wouldn't help much defensively, but man, we just don't have a lot of bigs. We don't have a lot of strength down low. So you know, got, uh, other bigs are going to have a field day against the Wizards like they did last year. So uh, I wish him the best over there, and uh, this could help his development, but I think it would have been better for him to develop with the G League guys and then playing here and, and getting playing time after the trade deadline. Because once they consolidate, a lot of young guys are going to play. Blau's going to play a lot. Vukovic is going to play a lot. Johnny's going to play a lot. Hopefully Johnny gets good minutes before the trade deadline anyway, but a lot of guys are going to play uh, after the trade after the trade deadline. So um, – it's a little disappointing. It's a little disappointing. It's not going to make or break the season. It's not going to break or, or dent the win-loss record or make us win any more games at all. But I thought it would have been nice to see the young guy play over here in his rookie season. Yeah, same here, man. Um, I think that maybe they need to explore maybe a, a minor consolidation trade before the regular season. You know, Shemet, that would be my choice. I mean, I don't see where his fit is. He's holding up Johnny Davis, holding up Bilal. I think that they maybe need to explore the market and see if we can get another big. That's that's what I, what I think they should do because, yeah, it's, it, it is kind of a big loss for this team because, like you said, I was intrigued to see what he can do. You know, I think he could definitely have put in quality minutes and it just hits our depth. Uh, I think the only questionable move this season from this big three in the, in, in the front office was not retaining Jay Huff. I don't mm-hmm. know what the perimeters was. I don't know if it's a salary thing, but um, and I because I got to study to see what his salary he got from Houston. But we should have retained him, man, because mm-hmm. the death is taking a serious hit. So um, I'm trying to think. I'm looking here to see what uh, Jay Huff got from Houston. But I'm I can't imagine it. That. Yeah, I can't imagine it was, it was enough to really keep. I just, I just, to me, that was the only questionable move this, this offseason. Yeah, he's not on the Nuggets right now. He got a qualifying offer for $1,981,953 uh, as a restricted free agent. So, I mean, that's a pretty good deal for him. Yeah, I thought he played yeah. really well to end the season. And, and like you said, the G League, he was the defensive player of the, of the year. And the G League, he could shoot. He was finishing well around the rim. I thought he's a guy that we could have brought in here to keep and develop for sure. Yeah, so we'll see, man. Um, it kind of 
<laughs> makes you think if there's a consolidation trade coming up because you know the NBA the landscape right now is still unsettled. You know the rosters aren't 100 right now. Like I said, you got the whole saga in Philly. Does Philly move on from James Harden? You know, that's a big question mark because uh, <laughs> you know if, if they retain him, and I'm, I'm going off track a little bit, but if they retain him, man, you know he's not going to report. It's going to be a whole mess, man. So I think eventually he's going to get moved. I think you know because he's burnt the last bridges with Daryl Morey. But anyway, um, <laughs> and they look at Dame Lillard. You know, with Scoot Henderson being there, you know, do they make that move? So I think that the Wizards. I would try to be that third team. I'll try to be, you know, try to get active in some trades if indeed there is a big trade out there and try to get some depth at center, man, because we're hurting right now. You know, like you said, Daniel, you know, Daniel Gafford, two, two thousand, you got Muscalan. Right, you put Muscalan, yeah. he gets hurt. Who you got? No, mm. you don't want to roll a small lineup the whole season. You know, Kyle Kuzma, small, you know, small, small ball. I get it, but that's not a long term fix. So, yeah, you know, you know, and we got, we have to go get some depth for the center position, man. Yeah, Mascala as your your big man getting twenty to twenty five minutes or really thirty minutes because Gaffer's gonna have to get thirty minutes. So Mascala, I mean, bigs are gonna feast on Mascala. Vukcevic, Jokic, Embiid, uh, Giannis Valanciunas, Anthony Davis put up fifty five last year. Even guys like Nurkic, Miles Turner, um, all those guys. Joel Embiid cooks us all the time anyway, but. Bigs are really, really. We're gonna have no paint protection at all now. I mean, there's some things you can do to, to, you know, mitigate that. But yeah, I mean, bigs are gonna feast on Mescala for sure. And, and Gafford has has struggled sometimes guarding big bigs that are just stronger than him. Uh, he certainly struggles with that at times. Steven Adams, guys are who's are just stronger and more physical than him. So yeah, it's gonna be interesting. Wes has his hands full with that because we don't have any bigs that are physical like at at all. We just don't. Not and Vukcevic is not the most physical big either. So we'll see. I mean, there's going to be times where they're, they're just going to have to play small ball, where Kuzma might have, have to play the five. If Mescala gets in foul trouble, Joel B gets gets uh, Gafford up out of there with two fouls, and he gets Mescala up out of there with two fouls. I could, Jokic gets both these guys in foul trouble. I, I could certainly see that happening very easily. Uh, you know, you're going to see Kuzma and Gallo playing five or Denny playing a five. That's, that's, and that's a little concerning, but we'll see. Yeah, we shall see because, <laughs> man, that depth is taking a hit. But I was looking at um, a couple of people to, to look at real quick before we move on, man. Um, like I said, Damian Lillard, still unsettled. So mm. I don't know how you feel about Yusuf Nurkic. But, I mean, mm. 28 years old, he's only making this season coming up, he's making 16.8. Mm-hmm. So it's not a deal that's going to break the bank. Um, he's a guy who can play some defense. You know, I think he would fit right in. So I think we definitely have to look for, you know, a contract yeah. that could be flipped. I mean, 19 mil. You know, you get turn around and flip. So I think that would be a deal to look at. But we definitely we have to find depth, man. Because like you said, people can give Daniel Gaff for the business, especially mm. the bigger bigs, man. So we've yeah. got to. I think a consolidation trade might be in order. Right. And I like Gaff. Gaff is a good shot blocker. But we're gonna get to a hot take here. But before we do that, today's episode is brought to you by Fanduel. Football season is about to kick off, and Fanduel is giving you the chance to win all season long because right now when you bet on a Super Bowl winner you can get bonus bets every time they win in the regular season just pick any team to win the Super Bowl and you'll get bonus bets for every victory you can use your bonus bonus bets on spreads player props over unders and more so visit fanduel.com slash locked on and start earning bonus bets with America's number one sports book as fanduel.com slash locked The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up 
with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. On. So make sure you guys put that Super Bowl bet in on the Commanders. I'm going on FanDuel right now just to see what the odds are for the Commanders. And uh, make sure you guys definitely put that in. The Commanders are plus 6,500 to win the Super Bowl. So those are some darn good odds right there. It's basically like hitting the lottery ticket. <laughs> it's basically like hitting the lottery ticket if you if the Commanders win the uh, win the Super Bowl. It's plus six five hundred. Goodness gracious, the Texans are plus eighteen hundred. That's a lottery ticket right there too. Uh, but of course, the Chiefs are plus six hundred. Eagles are at plus eight hundred. Bills are at plus one thousand. So um, you might as well just go ahead and put five dollars on the Commanders. So it, that may be a donation to FanDuel, but you know you might as well just put a dollar in. You got a better you got better odds trying to get a tattoo on the forehead of Roger Goodell than you do with <laughs> Oh man. But all right, we're gonna we're gonna get to uh this this one hot take. Actually it's not really a hot take, it's just a question. So this this mm. this one is kind of like a mailbag question here. This is from uh Nora6981 on YouTube. She says, not a hot take. But what is the Wizards draft pick? What what is the Wizards draft pick look like this year? Do we own it? And if not, are there any protections on it? Now, the answer to this one is uh, we do we do have the rights to the pick. Uh, now the Knicks, I want to say, got the they got the rights to the pick. We still own the pick, but the Knicks have the pick. If 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 we it's it's top twelve protected, so we have to be one of the twelve worst teams in the league, or the lottery has to work our way and we have to be top 12. We have to have a top 12 pick. So it, it behooves the wizards to be bad this year. They don't want to fool around and make the playoffs or make the plan. And, and, you know, bad luck strikes them and they get the 13th pick of the draft. And if they get the 13th spot in the draft, that means the Knicks take the pick. Uh, this is from the Russell Westbrook for John wall trade or the John wall for Russell Westbrook trade in, in a first round protected pick. So, uh, is in the Wizards' best interest to be bad this year or not good once again or to miss the plan, miss the playoffs once again. They don't want to fool around and, and lose their pick. So that's the answer to that. To that. Um, Brandon, you got any any takes on that? Um, I don't think we're going to have to work too hard to attain that goal. So yes. <laughs> I think we're straight. <laughs> the NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. <laughs> right. So that that's that's what it is on that. I haven't looked at this year's draft. Of course, Cooper Flag has reclassed, so I think it's going to be in the, the year after that. So it kind of makes sense for the Wizards to have a top five pick again or probably the number one pick in the draft so they can get Cooper Flag. I got to look at when uh, uh, Carlos Boozer's son is coming out. I'm not sure if he's in that same class, but Cooper Flag, you know. He... Yeah, I think he's the same class as Flag. Okay, so yeah, they they probably want to get one of those two guys. You know, it, it probably it's probably once again is in their best interest to get one of those top picks so they can 
kind of jump started the rebuild since we didn't get a lot of first round. We only got one first round pick, and that was in the Jordan Poole trade. It's protect, protected, it's top 20 protected, and not only that, it's in 2030, so it's seven years from now. So we didn't get any first round picks for Bradley Build, none for Porzingis, who has plantar fasciitis. So it's definitely in their best interest to keep that to stay in the top 12 so they can get the best talent that they can get and keep that first round pick because it would be a failure once again if they lost that first round pick. Yeah, like you said, man, um, I think we'll be all right. <laughs> I yep. think we're definitely gonna attain that goal this year. <laughs> yep. I mean, looking at some names next year, um, it depends on you know uh, DJ Wagner, Dewan Wagner. I don't know how many of you guys remember Dewan Wagner uh, scored 100 points in the high school. Of, uh, he got drafted by the Cavaliers. This yeah. is before LeBron. So uh, DJ Wagner, point guard, uh, Isaiah Colley out of USC, that's a target. Uh, Ron Holland, man, at small forward is a kind of a name to look at, man. He's a potential number one pick. So there's options, man. But, yeah, you best believe. It's like this uh, former previous draft we just had, man. People are salivating over Cooper Flag, man, because I'm telling you, <laughs> he can play some ball. Right. Yep, had one-on-one with Bradley Bill, allegedly, and they, they went back and forth. But uh, we're going to wrap it up here. So thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you guys get podcasts. Stay tuned for the schedule release. We will be going live Thursday night, so we want you guys to tune in and uh, react to that. We're going to listen to whenever the Suns game, whenever the Suns come to town. Bradley Bill comes back, so that should be a lot of fun. All right, you guys, hell to the Wizards. Peace. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.